Welcome to the Optimist Futures Podcast, a place to learn from an industry insider with over 20 years of experience in commodity futures and options. Gain insight to the newest technology, platforms, risk management, trading philosophy, and advice about the current state of the futures and options markets. For futures trading platforms, deep discounts trading commissions, overnight margins, and instructional videos, feel free to visit our website at optimistfutures.com. Please remember that this matter should be viewed as a solicitation to trade. Trading futures and options involves substantial risk of loss and is not suitable for all investors. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. You should therefore carefully consider whether such trading is suitable for you in light of your financial condition. Optimus Futures LLC is not affiliated with, nor does it endorse any trading system, methodologies, newsletter, or similar service. We urge you to conduct your own due diligence. Now, here's your host, founder and CEO of Optimus Futures, Matt Zimberg. Hi guys, this is Matt from Optimus Futures, and today's topic is how to choose a successful money manager. Part of what we do here at Optimus Futures is manage futures, and in managed futures you have commodity trading advisors that are licensed managers. So we specifically deal in the area of futures. However, the topics that I'm going to cover today, how to choose a successful money manager, are basic guidelines that I think would apply to every asset class out there. So let me start by saying that you need to choose a system, a money manager, and a method that fits your risk tolerance. We're going to go through a number of variables here that will help you and guide you. But first and foremost, you have to choose an asset class. You have to choose an investment that will match your personality because you need to stick with it, right? You don't want to start and stop and go into another money manager and another asset class. So from the get-go, you want to be sure that you're in the right asset class and the risk tolerance that you have in you as a person will actually match the investment that you're about to make. So having said that, let's start. The first thing that you want to look at is obviously the returns. When you look at returns, you obviously want to make sure that those are returns that you are happy with because you have a a number of alternatives for your capital. So you want to make sure that the money manager that you're looking at the expectations as far as the reward that you're about to receive also match some other things that you might do in your life and exceed that. For example, you might have a business and it's better reinvesting in the business. You might have other investment that you're looking at that are not necessarily have to do with uh, liquid assets, would be a little bit more long-term or real estate or anything like that. So obviously, you want to look at the returns that the money manager produces. The second thing that you want to look at is a strategy being used to generate those returns. Let me give you an example. So somebody could be a trend follower in the crude oil market, or somebody could be trading the e-mini S&P as a day trader. Somebody could be trading naked option strategies, or somebody could be even trading agricultural commodities. Every single one of those things has a risk. So you have to understand the bottom line risk 
that is being used in the strategy to generate those returns. Why is it important? You can go through years that are not volatile, and then you can go through a few months that are extremely volatile that would adversely affect the investment. Or, as I mentioned, you, somebody could be trading in grain futures. If we have some bad weather patterns or unpredictable weather patterns, well, you know, that might lead the investment in a totally different direction than what we thought from the first place. So understand the risk. I try to explain to customers what is the risk behind every strategy being used, and then we can mutually decide whether it's for you or not. With every single person, it should be like that. Whether the money manager or whether you have a broker or a financial advisor, you need to understand what's the underlying risk being taken with each one. And then you have to see if you're comfortable with it. For example, somebody might say, I'm okay with the day trading strategy, but I'm not okay with something which is susceptible to weather. This is just one example. The other variable that you should look at is the drawdown. Now, here's the thing. This is the not pleasant part of the investment. That's when it goes against you. So you want to know, looking at the history of the investment, how far down did it go? That's what a drawdown really measures. How far down did the investment go? And then you want to see how long did it take to recover? You might be okay with it, or you might be not, but let me tell you this. Every single investor out there wants to maximize returns. But in terms of maximizing those returns, you have to stick, in my opinion, with the investment long term. So what happens in between is also important. You have to be okay with it. Let me give you an example. This is, again, a hypothetical example. Let's say that you start with $100,000 as an investment. And let's say by the end of the year, you had 125,000. So that's 25% return, right? And that sounds very reasonable and very nice. However, imagine one money manager using one strategy has gone down as much as 70,000. So he lost $30,000 before he recovered to make that profit. And there's another money manager, for example, that went down only 10% to achieve the exact same return. So now you're kind of seeing the balance you're looking for. I hope you're starting to see where I'm going with all of this, that looking at the returns and maximizing returns is only one side of the equation. You want to balance it out with, again, looking at the strategy, as we said, and the risk behind it, and then look at the not nice periods, which are the drawdowns and the fluctuations, and see if you can withstand those periods. You might realize that it's not within your nature to wait six months or a year for an investment to recover. So you might say, okay, this is not for me. Or you could say, you know what? If the money manager succeeds, I'm okay with waiting. So again, it's up to you. Another variable, which I think is very important. And by the way, I don't want to give you an idea that all the variables that I'm talking about over here are the only ones. There's a lot of micro variables out there. So I'm just kind of giving you the big picture, okay? And from there, you can obviously look into more micro variables. So the next one is assets under management. Why is that important? There's a lot of money managers out there that were very, very successful in trading their own capital. But when it comes to trading other people's capital, and especially if they were successful and a lot of money coming in, there's a certain level of pressure. What is it? One is, first of all, dealing with bigger money and allocation of bigger money. It's bigger lots, it's more to trade, more execution, 
And that's the administrative side all of a sudden that they have to take care of or the execution side. The other part is also the psychological part. Not a lot of people can really handle trading other people's money. They think they can, but the pressure gets to them. Because there's all of a sudden discussions with brokers, discussions with customers, discussion with all those people that obviously looking at them right now and reviewing their performance. So you could be an amazing self-directed trader and all of a sudden you go to the period of managing capital and you might say, okay, this is not for me. And you also have to look at the assets that they manage, right? So typically for a commodity trading advisor, I would say you want to look at at least a $10 million mark. This is basically, you know, what I would be looking for. Not to say that somebody with less than that will not be successful, but I'm just, if you um, have some sort of a benchmark, that would be a nice benchmark to go off from. Also, what you want to see is the length of the track record. That's really important. The more the money manager experience, the better it is. And specifically, you want to look for the bad years. How did he handle the bad years in the business? Not to say that the good years are be taken for granted, but when somebody can handle a bad year, it definitely should, in my opinion, boost your confidence a little bit and say, okay, he could potentially do better. Maybe he did not, uh, maybe he didn't have a positive return, but maybe he didn't have a very negative impact because he reduced positions, he didn't trade as much, he recognized that that's not a good period to trade. So the way people handle bad periods is extremely important. The next one is the expenses involved. You have to know how much money you are paying and for what, because at the end of the day, you can have a few good years that look amazing and the expenses could be high and you don't pay attention to this, but then all of a sudden the market becomes like luster and flat and all of a sudden all those fees are starting to come and you specifically feel it. So for example, money managers such as commodity trading advisors, they take yearly management fee, then you have incentive fees and obviously the commission to us, the brokers, as we charge it on a for transaction basis. You have to see that this is all reasonable, right? You have to look at the bottom line expenses. Money managers that have, a, I would say, above normal, and, and I'm not going to define what normal here, you will define, because you can use different benchmark, but if they're above normal returns, then you have to see also the expenses that are involved. The last thing, which a lot of you might be surprised that I'm even saying that, but I think it's so important. It's the attitude. Attitude of the money manager. This is extremely important. Why is it extremely important? Because attitude also dictates attitude towards risk. When I ask a money manager, how do you manage risk? I expect a very lengthy answer of how the risk management is being implemented. And if it's a short answer, it's something that has specific rules, and this is how it's implemented. And why is it so important from an attitude standpoint? Because the markets do not reward arrogant people. They just don't. Arrogance is a weakness in the marketplace, and if somebody is very arrogant, they most likely will not succeed. And what do I mean by arrogant? Arrogant sometimes does not mean that they don't understand the risk involved but they might persist because of their ego to be in a losing position for a long time. Or they might develop an opinion 
and be so stuck on it that nothing will change their mind. They're just a one direction type of thinking. So what you're looking for is good attitude, flexible and pleasant to deal with. Again, this is not, this is not a measure of performance, but it's a measure of some sort of a human attitude that in my opinion could affect the performance. I just want to remind you one thing, when it comes to futures trading, only risk capital. Capital that will not affect your lifestyle, if you need it for livelihood, if, you need, if your kids need it, university or anything of that sort. So what you want to do is only deal with the risk capital. Remember, past performance is not indicative of future results. It's actually never indicative of future results. And futures trading involves a substantial risk of loss. If you have any questions, I'll be more than happy to answer them. If you want to look at some money managers that I'm looking at, I would be very happy to guide you as well. You can send us an email, general at optimusfutures.com. You can dial 1-800-771-6748, or you can call locally 561-367-8686. I hope you enjoyed this podcast, and I'll see you on the next one. Thank you for listening to the Optimist Futures podcast. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Google Plus, all under the username Optimist Futures. If you have any questions, feel free to send us an email to support at optimistfutures.com or give us a call directly at 561-367-8686 or toll free at 1-800-771-67. Once again, thank you for listening to the Optimist Futures podcast. Please remember that this matter should be viewed as a solicitation to trade. Trading futures and options involves substantial risk of loss and is not suitable for all investors. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. You should therefore carefully consider whether such trading is suitable for you in light of your financial condition. Optimist Futures LLC is not affiliated with, nor does it endorse any trading system, methodologies, newsletter, or similar service. We urge you to conduct your own due diligence.